When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is May 6th, the day of the PitcherList meetup at the Commissioner at 4 p.m. Eastern Time here in Brooklyn, New York. Come by, come say hi. We'll be here from about 4 to 7 uh, or 8 p.m. today at the Commissioner. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. I have to speed through this one because I have a lot of things to do for today for meetup day. So I apologize in advance. Billy Ober did really well. We like this. Um, he gets the the uh, the Padres and the Dodgers next. I don't know if he's going to be that good. He excelled against the Guardians. And I kind of feel like this was peak Ober with 6Ks and 7 innings and 0 runs and 4 base runners against a really bad offense, and he's not going to be as good moving forward, but if you want to hold on to him through this, I get it. I feel like he's going to be decent through the year, a little bit better than Toby with Tyler Malley and Kenta Maeda on the shelf. Chris Bassett did normal things. That's good. Kodai Senga did well against Rocky Road, got the win. His forkball at a 33% CSW, but it was actually a horrible 46% strike rate. That's why you have four walks and four Ks here. And now he gets he goes to Cincinnati, and then he gets the Padres and, uh, sorry, the Rays and Coors next. That's too much of a cherry bomb for me. I think, honestly, I tried to move maneuver a little bit differently at the end of my bench instead of holding on to Senga in 12-teamers. Dane Dunning, he did fine. Zero and runs in five innings with three Ks and three base runners. I'm like, this is good against the Angels. I don't really think there's enough of an elite upside here for me to hold on to this. He could be fine against the Mariners if you want and like a decent schedule, but I don't know. It's like a Toby, essentially, for Dane Dunning, and that's what we're hoping for. Justin Steele is honestly a sell high to me as he went against the Marlins, got a win, seven innings, one and run, six hits, zero walks, and four Ks. He did what he should do against the Marlins. So what's really weird is that his four-seamer dominated and his slider wasn't very good. And the slider actually hasn't really been good for a couple weeks now. And that's a reverse of what we thought entering the season for Justin Steele. Justin Steele was supposed to be a slider guy with a bad fastball. Kind of interesting. He gets the cards next, which should be fine. Then he has a tougher start and then... It's a case where you kind of want to sell high now. I mean, maybe he just goes and runs into the sunset, and gets his slider back, and everything is great. But I feel like if you can cash in on something legit for Justin Steele, like I would do that in a heartbeat right now. Merrill Kelly did exactly what he was supposed to do against the Nationals, got the win seven innings, one run, four hits, one walk, 10 strikeouts, 16 whiffs, 35% CSW. He did this against the Nationals, and yeah, this is what we want him to do and more as a Toby. Now he gets the Marlins and Athletics. Like, this is great. I. It's weird because I often say like, oh yeah, Merrill Kelly isn't really that much worth it. But right now with the schedule, Nationals, Marlins, Athletics, like yes, this is exactly when you'd want a guy like Merrill Kelly. And then after when he's going to get worse matchups, you don't. It's just the life of a good Toby. Uh, he could be the Spider-Man this year. We'll see. You Darvish went well, went against Dar- Dodgers and did well. Excuse me, six point two innings, one and run, four hits, one walk, six Ks. He does well or not. Regardless of opponent, guess when he gets the Dodgers next? It was kind of interesting. He threw sinkers the time. 42% sees that he's on the four-seamer, uh, which worked, but he really doesn't have this amazing command approach. It's always so strange with you, Darvish. Just keep starting him. Uh, Dean Kramer did well against Atlanta. Good job, buddy. I don't really think there's enough here for me to to consider. Otherwise, I feel like it was a bit of a birthday party. Antonio Sensatello came back from Tommy John. 
did well against the Mets. Of course he did because it's Sensei and Defied still ill and the Mets aren't being a good offense right now. Whatever. We are not going to lean in on this. Payne Banfield is actually an interesting streamer pick next time out against the, the Tigers. Did really well against the Twins. Seven Ks here. Seven innings, two and runs. Two base runners. Actually, the cutter wasn't really the star of the show here. His four-seamer did well. The curve and changeup did well, too. And those really stepped up, which I don't really think is a major thing for Battenfield moving forward. But he, get, he does get the Tigers next. I feel like that's worthwhile. Jordan Montgomery did well against the Tigers, as he should have. And actually found some really interesting things about Corbin Burns and what's going on this year with him. And I'll talk about him after this break. Fads come and go. And nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. Corbin Burns went against the Giants six innings, two runs, four hits, three walks, five Ks. He's kind of looking like an SB2 with a 20% strikeout rate. What's first of all really interesting is the fact that Corbin Burns was projected by PLV projections early on with a 23% strikeout rate. And we thought, we can't really release this because if we do that, everyone's going to yell at us and like no one's going to trust this. And that makes sense. And we've, you know, really finagled things. And we're like, cool. And it was kind of like a baseline for us. Because in no world is anybody going to say, like, no, yeah, 23% strike rate for Corbin Burns. But there you go, 20% right now. However, for the rest of the season, um, I think Corbin Burns is going to be better at this. And the problem isn't the curveball. I think it's, sorry, isn't the cutter. It's the curve and the slider, but mostly the curve. Both of those two pitches, both of those breakers have reduced their swing strike rates this year. But the curve is getting far fewer strikes than it used to. And I think that's a huge deal for him. Also, Corbin Burns used to have this ridiculous, like, 26% slider, uh, swing strike rate slider. Now it's, like, 17%. I think those are the issues here. Not the cutter. The cutter's kind of doing the same old stuff that it used to do. So I think those do get better. Those should be in the future. I mean, I feel like it's just kind of like a tweak in just how he's using them a little bit. And just, you know, nailing down that command a little bit better. So I think we're going to see Corbin Burns recover. Might actually be an interesting buy low at this point, considering that the cutter is still legit, and as long as that foundation is there, he should be really good at the baseline, and then, of course, you know, being that excellent SP1, you know, or 2 overall, is just because of the slider and curveball. Tyler Anderson against the Rangers had a 2-whip in 5 innings, 200 runs, 6 hits, sorry, 6 Ks, but 16 whiffs, 32% CSW, and the changeup is still legit, which means that the next two starts against the Guardians and Twins should be streamed, in my view, as is Toby. Christian Javier did good things here, 7 innings, 8 Ks against the Mariners, 300 runs, 5 base runners, 47% CSW with a 73% strike rate on that slider is amazing. You'd love to see it. Obviously, his command is always going to be a little finicky with the four-seamer, like some terrible whiffs, uh, misses and everything, I should say. But yeah, good stuff here. Chris Sale, oh my gosh, I know. Eight base runners, 
three earned runs in six innings. Not what you want, but he got the win. 10 strikeouts, only one walk, 17 whiffs, 31% CSW. But the thing here, he sat 96, not 93, not 94, not even 95, 96, and he hit 99. Chris Sale is back, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you, it's all in hits. It's all in Babbitt where he's not doing well here. This is going to work now. The positive regression is coming for Chris Sale. The velocity is here. The man is ready to go. I'm excited for this with Chris Sale. I mean, sure, it could be a peak velocity night. But if, I mean, come on. We haven't seen him sit 96 in so long. It's so good to see that. Matthew Boyd against the Cardinals. He's 3 out of 24 slider whiffs. I'm still not there. Even though it was a poor quality start here. Three earned runs and six. Five hits, zero walks, six Ks. It's not enough. Even though 42% sees up in the slider, I need the whiffs from it for me to actually buy in. Yanni Chirinos went four walks and zero Ks against the Yankees, but he did go 5.1 innings and 77 pitches, so at least he has an opportunity, but not one we want to chase right now. Eric Cabrera against the Cubs, eight Ks and one walk. It's kind of interesting, but it's still 50% strike rate, and it feels like one of those flaws that I just cannot ignore. If he does go to like 20% fastball usage, Eric Cabrera could make this work. Or maybe he finds a strike rate with the fastball, but until then, he's still a cherry bomb to me. Sean Manaya, I think, actually had a better start than it looked. Five innings, three and runs, six hits, two walks, six Ks, but 15%, 15 whiffs, 32% CSW. He has a rotation spot here, and he gets the Nationals next. And the velocity's still up. Really good usage across the board. Pretty much going one-third changeup, slider, and fastball. And the changeup had 45% CSW here. I like this new Sean Manaya. I think this works. Uh, I know you've been waiting so long. You're like, oh, gosh, Nick, come on. So, give it up already. I get that. And you don't have to listen to me about the Nationals. But I think with Alex Wood out in 91 pitches here, Chaminaya has a rotation spot. And I think this is good enough for you to start him against the Nationals. Speaking of the Nationals, Josiah Gray went against Arizona. Had a very disappointing game. Five innings, three and runs, seven hits, two walks, and six Ks. He didn't have his four-seamer and cutter coming through here. So it goes. Uh, I think it's one of those bad starts. And he gets the Mets off its next who are struggling. And then the Miami Marlins after. I feel like you just got to hold through that. Uh, Luis Castillo, six base runners and seven against the Astros. Sure, four and runs, but who cares? You move on here. Good stuff. Uh, Lance Lynn, I think, just like Chris Sale, doing good things. 6.2 innings, four and runs, eight hits. I know that's annoying, but got the win. Zero walks, eight Ks, and 19 whiffs. 13 of them on the four-seamer with a 41% CSW on the pitch. Come on, this is going to keep working for Lance Lynn. Like, it's going to regress to the mean, which you want to see with those hits. Things are fine here with Lance Lynn. Zach Wheeler is very frustrating. 5.1 innings, 4 and runs, 7 hits, 0 walks, 5 Ks. And I'm I'm torn here because I see indications that it's not quite Zach Wheeler, right? You see 95.5 on the fastball and 0 out of 11 uh, O-swing on the sinker. That is, he didn't get a single one. Now, it wasn't all out of the zone. But without him getting outs on that sinker when it went across 11 thrown, it's not going to be the guy that we want. Also, the slider went 2 for 14. A CSW, the sweeper was better. But the kind of the cutter slider that he throws that normally gets him all of strikes, not very good CSW here. This is not Prime Wheeler. I feel like it's a tiara and a good buy low because, all right, he's going to figure that out, right? Or there's something else underlying here. And we've seen last year he had the shoulder thing in the beginning of the year. They need a forearm thing. And then he had that weird drop in velocity in the World Series. And I feel like Zach Wheeler could be hiding an injury here if that's what's making him off. 
So either I want to buy in because like if he's not hurt, this should get better. But then I don't want to because of the injury possibility that's like in my head here. Ugh, I don't know. Go with your gut here. I hate to scare any of you guys with it. I don't have a good answer. I, I just don't. So if you have Zach Wheeling, might just like hold on and hope for the best. Um, if you want to buy low, you know, it feels really risky. It, oh, yeah. Do what you got to do, guys. Uh, Rich Hill against Toronto didn't do well because it's Toronto. He gets Rocky Road next, and that's a good stream. Clean Kershaw's and Tatiaga. Don't worry about this bad start. 13 base runners in 4.2 innings with 400 runs. Like, what? Okay. Johnny Brito, it was against the Rays, and he has a super low ceiling. Of course, it didn't go well. Max Fried had a golden goal, 20 whiffs and 37% CSW, but five earned runs and 10 base runners in six innings? What's gonna, what is this? Whatever. Hunter Green is a cherry bum. Went against the White Sox, unfortunately had a bit of careful Icarus here. Uh, where he allowed two earned runs in that sixth inning, and he didn't survive at 5.2 innings, five earned runs, seven minutes, one walk, seven Ks. Whatever. I... Uh, I feel like Hunter Green is a premium cherry bomb, and he's not really going to leave that because he does have this bad home run rate in one of the worst parks to have a bad home run rate. He also won't get a lot of wins. It's unfortunate. I really love his stuff, but until he becomes like a command specialist with four seamers really elevated all the time and a lot of strikes for slider, and like consistently, he's going to be this. So you might want to hold on for a uh, really good stretch for like two, three starts and then sell Hunter Green. That might be what you want to do. Uh, Kyle Muller is a, is a frozen banana for a long time, and so is Brad Keller against the Athletics. Absolutely not. All right, looking forward to today's games. We have Spencer Strider, Sonny Gray, Drew Rasmussen. As all clear auto starts, Nick Lodeau against the White Sox. Of course, you're doing that. And Logan Allen, honestly, if you have Logan Allen, start him against the Twins. Probable start, you have Drew Smiley against the Marlins, Brady Singer against the, against the Athletics. I know, Cherry Bomb, but you do it against the Athletics. Nathan Evaldi looking great, gets the other Angels, and you get Alex Cobb against the Brewers, all stuff you should be doing. Questionable start here, you have Blake Snell against the Dodgers. Oh, I want that to work. I just don't know if the slider is going to be there or not. Dustin May against the Padres. What are you going to get from that Cherry Bomb? Uh, Tyler McGill is the stream pick of the day against the Rockies as it's Rocky Road. Reed Detmers against the Rangers. I love Reed Detmers, and I think he's much better than he has been, but the Rangers are a very good offense. And Mackenzie Gore against the Diamondbacks. A little bit of a cherry bomb there as well. We haven't really seen him find his footing completely. Lots of hints of it and uh, glimpses, but not quite there. So he is in the bottom of the questionable start, start tier against the Diamondbacks. And do not start is massive. Um, Jose Barrios, I'm just going to go list through them. Jose Barrios. Domingo Herman, it's the it's the Rays. Aviedo, it's the Jays. Colin Ray maybe could work against the Giants. Turnbull, JP France, you're curious about him. He throws cutters and four seamers. I don't think the four seamer is elite, thus I don't want to do this. MLB debut and all. It's against the Mariners. There's an outside chance it works, but I just don't want to do it. Adam Wainwright still ill against the Tigers. Um, also just got trounced in Double A. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, Ken Waldachuk, uh, Billy Falter, Corey Kluber, Mike Mike Clevenger. These are all bad matchups. Save for Ken Waldachuk, but it's Waldachuk. What are you gonna do? Um, Austin Gomber, Cal Bradish against the Atlanta. I just don't want to do it. Um, all these have like ways that it could work. It's just bad matchups or whatever. And ugh, I don't want to do it. Brian Homing against the Cubs and Tommy Henry against the Nationals. Tomorrow is very much the same way in the improbable start and do not start work. All of them theoretically could work. It's just probability scale, right? Garrett Cole, Joe Ryan, Sandy Alcantara, Julio Urias, and Mason Miller are all in the top tier. Yes, Mason Miller against the Royals. He's just too good. Um, probable start here. I would be saying Musgrove in the auto start here, but it's the Dodgers. We really haven't seen him soar yet, and he got delayed because of the blister on his toe. It's just just a little too much weirdness. Um, Graham Ashcraft against the White Sox. I don't love Ashcraft, but it's the White Sox, so you do it. Hayden Wisniewski is the stream pick of the day against the Marlins. That's a clear one. And Bryce Miller is here. 
I debated with this. I just like Bryce Miller a lot. And the Astros are not indestructible. So, all right. Do it with Bryce Miller. It's too much fun. Question will start here. You get Ross Stripling against the Brewers. A sneaky stream there, um, as I think he's better than he was in the beginning of the year. Has a clear uh, pitch count. Like, he's going to be throwing like 80 pitches, I think, against the Brewers. That's an interesting one. Brewers are bad, too. Martin Perez could have his good command against the Angels. Bryce Elder is against the Orioles, though, and he's just a Toby. Ryan Nelson hasn't had good starts in a while. It's 15 earned runs in the last three starts, but it's the Nationals. Maybe that works. Yusei Kikuchi and Kobeck are strikeout plays against the Pirates and the Reds. You don't know what you're going to get. Cal Quantrill and Tyler Wells are both Toby plays against the Twins and the Atlanta Braves. And you have Steven Matz and Joey Lucchese. Matt's against the Tigers. Maybe that works or could be Matthew Libertori. If Matthew Libertori is pitching this one, he goes above, uh, I'd say, Ryan Nelson or Bryce Elder. I don't like starting MLB debuts. Libertori has just been so good. And if it's Steven Matz, there is an outside chance. This is the opportunity that he's been wanting with his stuff. Hopefully that one works. And Joey Lucchese against Rocky Road. Maybe that works for Lucchese as I guess, stealing a cheap win as a Met. Uh, Trevor Williams. Against Arizona, maybe, but it's Trevor Williams. I really don't want to lean in on that. Tanner Houck, Romanzi Contreras against bad matchups. And Ryan Yarbrough, Jose Suarez, Tywin Walker, Brandon Bilak, Ryan Feltner, Josh Fleming, Adrian Hauser, Alex Fiedo. I mean, all this is just, you don't want to do it. It's not fun for you. All right, good luck today. I hope to see a lot of you at the commissioner later today. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your babas be low and your strikeouts high.